Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. All right, welcome back to another episode of Arise and Thrive. It's your host, Elizabeth Paris, here with Barbara Dale Petze. We're so excited to have you here today, Barbara. Why don't you say hi to all of our listeners? <laughs> hi, everyone, and thank you, Elizabeth, for having me. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. Oh, it's so wonderful to have you. I feel like we're kindred spirits. She, Della, or um, Barbara lives in Italy and my dad's from Switzerland. So she's right in that corner of the world. And you've been to so many different countries and lived in so many different countries. Why don't you list out a few of those? Um, some, some Asian countries. Where have you been? Tell us. Oh, yes. Uh, I am a wanderer. I, I really enjoyed spending the past 20 years around the world. So I lived in Hong Kong, in mainland China, in Australia, in Singapore, Canada, in the US. And now I am visiting Italy temporarily, <laughs> touching awesome. base after 20 years and see if everything is fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Very fun. And now, Barbara, she has a PhD in philosophy. You also have um, coaching certificates and you've spent like 18, 20 years experience helping people, just coaching and yes. mentoring and counseling. And so yes. I know that you've been through some of your own hardships. You've written a book. Tell us the name of that book that you wrote. Um, I wrote The Unexpected Gift. And, Unexpected uh, Gift. Yes, uh, emerging and a new. A little, yeah, tell Sorry. us a little about that. I know it is your story, right? Of hardship and going through a divorce. Yes, it is. Uh, it is uh, the adventure I went through, and it is, in fact, it's been my story um, of going through divorce and having to reinvent myself, my career, reconnect with my identity, and all it happened whilst moving around in three different countries in wow. Asia. And uh, that was quite an experience. That was quite an experience, I have to say. In fact, the subtitle of the book is Emerging Anew After the Unthinkable. So, Oh, um, I love that like coming out of all of that, a new person with new, yeah. new, I think probably new passion for helping others. Cause it sounds like that's what you've been doing for 20 yes. years now. <laughs> Actually so. the, 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 the passion of helping others through uh, coaching has been there forever since I can remember. Yeah. I just didn't know what I was a kid that there was a profession that I could do that was uh, uh, helping others in the way I love, which is learning about their stories and, and learning about people, learn about their um, potentials, their resources, and helping them to bring them to fruition. And um, my, my story um, going through divorce actually helped me a lot to be curious and learn how I can help. First of all, myself at the time, it was how can I help myself? And um, mm -hmm. to 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 go through this process and come 
um, out of it in an, in a way that is a successful way and by having learned important lessons from this. So it helped me to discover what it means to become actually, apart from myself, actually becoming a, a coach that can actually help people. So, but I know that you know about this because we have a similar um, background, right? You are also yeah. a coach and you went through divorce and a very interesting yeah. story there too. Yes. And actually, as Barbara and I were chatting and I was sharing some of the things that I've been through, you know, with my divorce and remarriage, Barbara was very interested in it. And so we kind of have a little twist here for everybody today. Uh, Barbara asked if she could interview me, which is kind of yes. cute because <laughs> um, I haven't had anyone interview me on my podcast yet, which is fun. So <laughs> be a fun experience but we're going both going to share because Barbara has so much to share uh, with all of your experience and your philosophy background and then just life experience and different cultures and resources so anyway it's going to be a fun conversation I think today yes so fun. and yeah. may I ask there for a first question to you Elizabeth yeah uh, so when we were chatting before, I was really impressed because you shared how you went through um, a period where the relationship with your husband was not good, and then it ended up in divorce. And then the final twist was, but then we ended up remarrying mm -hmm. ourselves. So you are back married <laughs> to this husband. And I'm like, oh, that's very interesting. So yeah, how, how did that happen? What happened before, the during the divorce, and then after? So the, the shifts... Yeah. happen in your story? So I guess I'd have to say that I think both my husband and I, you know, I think no matter what you go through, if you've married someone, you love them. <laughs> you, that, you wouldn't marry them <laughs> if you don't love them, right? So I think we just had this really great common space that we loved each other. We just were not very skilled in dealing with our own emotions and our own stuff. Um, and so we brought a lot of that up in our relationship and almost pointed our finger at the other one that they were the problem. And so I think that was probably our hardest thing is not understanding ourselves and our needs and how to meet those needs. And then when we did have time to separate and then get a divorce, <laughs> it was, it was amazing how much good energy there was between us. There was it was like we put all of our stuff to the side as far as any judgment or frustration with the other one and just went in and focused on our own selves. And like, what is it that makes me happy? And who am I? And what do I want to bring to the world and to my children? And we found that we had so much common ground. You know, we wanted the best for our kids. We, we still loved each other. We just had been through a lot of hurt and we needed that space to forgive and to heal. And so I guess the biggest things that changed, I mean, our personalities didn't change. There were still things that as, I mean, like overall, you're not going to change who you are, right? <laughs> Little things changed, you know, we stopped the blaming. We, we started forgiving quicker. Um, there were just a lot of things like that, small tweaks that made a huge difference for our relationship. And I can't say that we came back together and everything was perfect and wonderful. And, and you know, it's never perfect, but there was this common space of we're here, we're working on this together. And, and I think that kind of brought us together. 
the separation and the divorce kind of brought us together. <laughs> so let me let me ask you a question there. Yeah. Um, you said you real you you got space for to learn more about yourself, both of you, right? You you yeah. probably did not have the tools and the resources to understand yourself first. So that is the first shift, right? Uh-huh. That happened. So focusing on yourself, finding out more about who you are, so that you can relate in a more in a free way, mm-hmm. right? Compared to to before. Um, what was the the shift that actually made you decide to separate? What was the that moment when you decided, you know what, that's it. We are not going to make it together. So let's separate it. Let's divorce. Um, yeah, that's a good question. So um, it's interesting because as we separated, things actually did start to get a little bit better. But I had received an answer, I guess, just my connection with God, it, you know, I don't know if all of our listeners believe in God, but divine or, you know, in the universe or whatever you believe in for me, it's God. And I, I had a confirmation from God that in order for things to shift, we needed to get a divorce. And if, and my intention always was, I would love for this to work out, but I don't know if it can the way it is. And so it was like, Hey, things aren't working well, the way they are. We're very hurt we're doing the same kinds of patterns that are negative. We need to get mm-hmm. out of that. Mm-hmm. So, and we needed something different for our kids to thrive. I felt mm-hmm. like there was so much negativity and heaviness. And so I felt like I just, you know, it, I, it was a real seeking, like, what can we do? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. how can this change? And so my answer came, it's going to feel kind of backwards. Cause you want you want to save your marriage. Like I had wanted to for years. That's why we stayed together so long. You know, even my husband had a lot of depression. I did too, but at certain times he'd say, uh, I'm done. Like, let's just get a divorce. And I'd be the one who was like, no, no, no. Like, you know, let's keep this together. So it was actually kind of a flip-flop where mm-hmm. I was like, I just got this answer. We're supposed to get a divorce. And that's how things are going to be shifting for our family in a positive way, whether we end up together or not. You know, I just left that out on the table, but I knew we needed to get a divorce. And so I don't know, I guess we're just going off of that answer is pretty much what, what motivated us to follow through with it. And, and did you have a sense that it was final? That was it. Once you have divorced, you, you had a sense, okay, that was it. And the reason I'm asking is because yes. often we don't have a sense of possibilities that they seemingly impossible might actually be possible and happen so just wondering in that moment for you it was that's it so there was not the idea well maybe we're going to remarry or we're going to get no I when we got divorced it was final it was well this is where we're at you know like you live at that house and you're not my (laughs) spouse anymore and I live over here and yes we share children But, and it was very interesting. My husband actually wanted to go on a trip with the kids just by himself and, and go, actually we're going on spring break and we're going to California and doing Disneyland and stuff like that. He was going to do that. And COVID hit, this was 2020, Mm -hmm. um, you know, February, we were divorced. March was spring break and he was going to take the kids and go. And it was interesting because I was just putting everything in God's hands. Like, I know I'm supposed to get a divorce. I know that we're not supposed to be married. 
I don't know what's coming for either of us. Maybe my husband will, my ex-husband will find someone. Maybe I will find someone, but it was totally letting go. And I think I had never really let go in my life mm-hmm. on big mm-hmm. issues before mm-hmm. that. It was mm-hmm. like, I always had my fingers in it, trying to fix it. I was a, a fixer. And so mm-hmm. that's, I think that was one of the biggest lessons I learned through divorce was just putting it all out on the table and saying, this is how it is. And I don't love how it is, but it's okay. It's okay. Mm. And I trust that Mm. something good will come for both of us, whether it's, he finds someone better for him Mm. and I find someone better for me or Mm. whatever comes. So yeah, it, it did feel final. And when, when he was going to take the children and go do this trip, you know, there was a twinge of, wow, like I'm not a part of those things anymore. And and I had already gone on a little trip with the kids over another holiday. And, and he felt that very deeply. And it, it's like, wow, like we're not, we're not family anymore. We're not together. It's over. You know, it did really feel final. And it, mm. but it was very interesting because I, I didn't finish, but they, they were going on this trip. It was canceled. And in that time, my um, ex-husband at the time said, well, why don't, since we're here and we have all these days off and they don't have school, you could come and do some things with us if you'd like. Cause he knew that my heart was with the kids and that I'd like to spend time with the kids. And so he was very kind and, and said, Hey, you can join us for going to the park to fly a drone and like heights and things like that. Things we could do during COVID, (laughs) 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 you know? And so anyway, it was interesting because there was, that's what that week was when I started to feel a hint of peace around him and my children that I had actually felt before we got married, you know, long ago, 20 years before. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because it came up and I was like, Hmm, I recognize this. Mm-hmm. But at that point, my brain was like, Oh no, 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 no. We are never mm-hmm. going back to that. You know, it was kind of in my soul and in my heart that there was this little hope or hint of possibility. And this Mm. was about a month or a month and a half, two months after we had actually divorced and it was final. Wow. And how do, what what was the process? Because this is so interesting because I find it very interesting because it has to do with what we can give ourselves permission to believe Mm -hmm. with our mind versus what we feel right and so there must have been a moment when you in your letting go this time would have been okay let's let's embrace the possibility of getting back together what what was that made you give yourself the opportunity to actually think oh well maybe we can go back together what happened there in you um I think that that piece that I recognized from before we were married the first time and that showed up again. And I was like, wait, is this piece because we are divorced and everything's good now and we move on with our lives separately or is this piece drawing us together? And it was an interesting kind of piece that kind of felt like it could pull us back together. So mm. it was interesting. <laughs> oh, uh- yeah. <laughs> I I I I can hear that and it is must be very um I keep while I'm hearing you speaking of this to me what what comes to me is uh, the sense of possibility 
Mm-hmm. One of my favorite mantras is that anything is possible and never to believe what is seemingly impossible because anything can happen. And so by listening to your story, which is a story that I remember when I was going through my divorce, mm-hmm. I have longed for so long for him to come back because I wanted my marriage back. I did not want to divorce. To me, it was out of the blue. And that moment did not come. It never arrived. 12 years later, 12 years later. So uh, the, 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 what you are telling me, it's, um, uh, it's refreshing because uh, really when things are meant to be, they just, occur if we are aware and and if we are ready to receive that that's what I awesome yeah when I was young my mom found a poster for me I was in love with horses and this poster had a horse on it and a little phrase and I don't know the exact phrase but it was something to the effect of if you love something let it go and if it's if it returns to you it's meant to be and if not then it was kind of never meant to be and I remembered that poster coming into my mind, that phrase from that poster during that time where it was like, oh, this is an interesting space. You know, I've let go of something that I loved. Yes, when we love, there's always pain and there's always hardship yeah. and things like yeah. that. That's always yeah. part of the journey of love. But, um, but I, wanted, I wanted things to work for us, but I didn't know that they could. I had lost hope in that because of what we had been through and the hurts we had gone through. Mm -hmm. And so I think that finalized it's over for now, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. just putting everything, closing it, closing that chapter was very helpful for us because I think I remember, you know, if you're, if you're hurting and you're having a hard time, but you feel like you have to do something, it's a totally different energy then I'm hurt and I'm, and I'm working through this and I'm healing enough to choose back in because I want to. Yeah. Yeah. So that was nice to have that space. I don't Mm. know that it would have turned out as wonderfully if we didn't have that opportunity to close everything off and Mm. let it go and then choose back in at a later time. (laughs) <laughs> and and, and uh, what you said before, right? You said that the moment when you decided that you need that was it, and you needed space. You said before we decided to to look at things for what they were. So how it he this is how it is, and so that to me speaks of courage. So you had both of you probably. Um, now we are talking with you. So you had the courage to look at the situation for what it was. So own the situation, it is not working. Here it is what it is. And so we need to be aware and actually acknowledge that. And I think that that requires courage because there is a lot of uh, pain involved when we go through this. Would you recognize that you, both of you, you were courageous in taking this step? Yeah, I think so. And I remember going into the bank, we were separating our accounts and things like that. And both of us were just glowing with happiness (laughs) because here we are. I mean, here we are going through a divorce and this woman who was talking to us was just looking at us like, who are you guys? Like you're, you're just happy and, and radiant and, 
and joking and enjoying life, but you're going through a divorce. And, Mm -hmm. and it was, it was almost, I hate to say the word, but it was, it was almost fun for us because we had been in such a low, heavy spot where there was no movement, no change that it was like, Hey, anything's better than what we, you know, than the the spot we were in before the stuckness that we were in before. So it's like, we have possibilities now we have movement, we have change. And this woman, I just remember her, she made a couple comments, like you guys are really positive. And that's not usually how it is when couples come in and they're having a divorce. And, you know, it, it was just an interesting dynamic to watch her watch us <laughs> beautiful that's amazing yeah. and if you you have uh, five children you said yeah. five boys five boys ages five up through almost 15 he'll be 15 next month <laughs> oh, that's that's wonderful and congratulations Thanks. and if you if you had to imagine them a little bit older <clears throat> excuse uh-huh. me what would you tell them is the most important lesson that you have learned and that you would like them to treasure and share with them and so that they can treasure the same lesson. What would you, what would you say it was? Um, I or one say, of the most important. Yeah, there's so many, it's hard to choose. <laughs> um, I think one of the biggest things that I wanted to learn and I didn't really even realize it but I felt so stuck, I think, because I hadn't forgiven. Mm. And I was still holding all of these things, these hurts over my husband's head. And Mm. so I think the biggest, I think that's probably the very biggest, there's so many lessons, like there's just so Mm. many, but Mm. the biggest one I think is forgiveness and, Mm. and being in a space where, and of course you don't want someone to go back to something very hurtful, but I was blessed because my husband wanted our marriage too, and he was willing to, to try and to change. And it was very interesting because there were so many things that I, that, uh, I didn't, that he didn't step up in until we were separated and divorced. And then I started watching him thrive his relationship with God and his relationship with the boys and just so many things that I was like, wow, who is this? So it was really Mm -hmm. fun to watch Mm -hmm. him come alive. And it gave me that space to forgive because I mean, even if he hadn't changed, I wanted to forgive. I really did. I wanted to be in a spot where it wasn't, I'm a victim. You've hurt me because you haven't Mm -hmm. met my expectations. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I do think my children are quite open to people and, you know, they, I feel like they don't get as offended by people and what they do to them or say to them. And I I hope that is in part because they've seen their parents forgive and accept and move forward and make Mm -hmm. the best of things, you know, (laughs) I'm I'm sure they have an amazing story to share about their parents <laughs> when they will be older. And I've, they had, I've had my, my middle son, he said a few times, just little things to try to get under my skin. Like, well, yeah, but you got divorced or something like that. And I'll be like, well, hey, that's just the middle part of the story. That's not the end, you know, like <laughs> that was part of the story. And yes, we yeah. own that part of the story. 
but you know, there's lots of different phases in life. You know, you don't, when you had your divorce, I'm sure you didn't want to just stay in divorced energy. You wanted to no. move forward and, and thrive and, and accomplish Absolutely. things. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I want actually, to hear more about you. Yeah. With actually divorce. for, for me, it was, I was also not equipped with the tools to go through the process and go through the experience and and navigate it in a, in a quick way just to get it uh, get on the other side actually took me a long time because uh, and, and again I was a, I am a philosopher so I was used to asking questions and investigate and be curious about things mm-hmm. and I was caught off guard it was really one of the out of the blue moment that I did not expect. I thought that I was actually very much aware of what was going on in my life, and I yeah. was, uh, and I w- and I was wrong. It came as a shock for you. You you it, had no idea. I I know. I knew that there were things that we would need to fine tune. That for me was fine tuning and discovering and exploring. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, the, my ex husband. There was a. To me, that was part of what, that's the journey of being with someone, right? Yeah. But we had different different views, obviously, and um, and it was not unexpected. It was really unexpected. And, and so I started to really search for tools, for answers, for understanding. I needed to understand how, how it happened, why it happened. And mm-hmm. so I did a master in counseling because I wanted to understand how to navigate my own uh, separation and divorce, because and I really grief, had no right? clue. There's so and, much and grief, grief that comes in and loss and sorrow. <laughs> yes. I, it, for me, it was uh, um, suddenly everything that I have always imagined and thought that my life would be disappeared. Mm. And my my paradigms, what I believed in, what I thought would have hold on and be very strong pillars in my life suddenly disappeared. And and yeah. and so it was like, okay, so what's happening now? Who am I if what I believe myself to be and what and what I envision for myself is not there anymore? And and in that moment it was I will not have kids. I will not have a family. I am. Not, I won't be uh, married. So it was completely gone, and I had like a blank uh, canvas in front of me, and I didn't know how to paint it. And wow. so I, I had to go through the process of really discover what I wanted to be on that canvas. Who was the person that was going through the journey? What was I about? What 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 do I what did I want to become at the time when I was in that situation? And so that was a very painful discovery and process and uh, I, I, I used the, the, the resources, all kinds of resources, friends, uh, uh, people around me, uh, books, uh, my body, everything that I could, uh, um, that I was a, became, became aware of as a resource. And that was uh, an ama- eventually an amazing journey. Uh, here, usually they, they ask me, people, they ask me, so are you happy now that it happened because uh, it changed yeah. you? At, and and I'm like, I'm not happy that it happened because I still would not have chosen it. Mm-hmm. But what I am glad about is how I chose to react to the situation mm-hmm. and my reaction and what I decided to do and how I conducted myself through the process. That has been for me a gift. Mm-hmm. But the I, growth I, that came, right? 
yes not the, yes yes that because i think that when you go through these situations not the one that then ends up by remarrying the man because that's i think it's a, a great <laughs> a uh, could unique. be a great, <laughs> unique but when we go through very challenging situations uh deciding that you want to take advantage so to speak of the situation to you know, in order for you to grow, I think that's the best. Um, I love that way so for me. I, tell me how long were you married before your divorce? Um, seven years. Um, oh, wow. Seven years. Seven years. The famous, and no, in Italy we have the seven years prizes. <laughs> yes. Seven years is actually very common for people to have issues in their mm. marriage. And then again, at 14 years, it, I think I've heard that yeah, from every, studies. Yeah. So that's yeah. very interesting. Do, do, uh, because of the, the kind of person I am and the field I am in, probably, I love to grow. I love the challenge of growing, self-development. Yeah. Um, and um, and so I, I was not worried or afraid to explore that. But I, in, in a relationship, and I realized... Um, now and I started realizing it when I was going through the divorce that it is not the same for everybody not everybody enjoy or appreciate the mm -hmm. the fact of growing and, and becoming a, a better there's, version of ourselves there's a right? lot of people who resist that's for sure and and hold on to that hurt sometimes for their whole life you know yeah. I've yeah. seen that of you know someone who's been through a divorce and um I'm not going to give specifics, <laughs> but just mm -hmm. as I, I think of those people, they it's they're suffering through their yeah. life and instead of moving forward and moving on. So I think that's really neat that you chose to learn from it and then to take that and share that with others. And that's actually how we started our, our podcast um, as I started learning more about me and all these tools that I was gaining to understand me and understand what my next steps were for forgiving or for, um, you know, having more personal power and believing more in myself and trusting myself or loving myself. You know, there are just all these different steps. So as I learned those, I was like, wow, I've been in the dark on some of these things for my <laughs> my yeah. lifetime. And, and I just thought, okay, you know, I've received more light. I want to share that with other people because I don't want anyone to be stuck. And so that's actually what's brought me to my coaching and sharing and webinars that I do, because I, I want to help others who are feeling stuck. Yeah. When you feel stuck, there's just no hope and everyone needs hope. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I agree with you. And that's for you was your podcast for me for, was my book, because when I was going through the process, I wanted someone to speak to me from the future. I wanted somebody to tell me, you're going to be all right. This situation is not going to be forever. You're going to get back to a normal life, whatever normal might look like. So um, the, the was, I, there was a longing there for, I keep saying a voice from the future, the, the hope you say, I say the voice from the future that actually reassure you, you are going to be okay. And so that's how the book was, uh, was born. And that's the message that I, I love I'm that, happy. Barbara, because yeah. we get so much inspiration in hindsight, right? As we look back, we're like, oh, if I could just encourage that person who's 
broken down on the side of the road, you know, tell them it's not always going to be like this. (laughs) You can move forward. It will get better. It it is, it is as if you are in, in one of those movie movies, you know, when you see the, the, the main character going through his stuff and you are on the outside and you see how the person is struggling and you would like to tell him or her, look, he's going to go this way and he's going to be fine. And, and, and so that that's I think so important. When I was going through that, I wanted so much for somebody to come and talk to me from the, the future. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like we do that for ourselves too. If there are unresolved things, even in childhood, we almost need our adult self to go back and help make those things okay and help bring some peace or resolve or shift things too and anyway I just adding that in because we all just need that hope and we need someone to nurture or care for us and so I love that you did that through your book for you and for so many other people that's wonderful so how can our listeners look up your book I think you have do you have it on your website I have on it is on Amazon it oh, is on Amazon, awesome. so um, cool. that's the, the easiest way to get it. It's just called The Unexpected Gift. And okay. uh, um, yeah, it is there. It's on my website. It's on my LinkedIn, <laughs> everywhere. Awesome. And, and those who are going to, are interested in reading it, please then uh, message me and give me a feedback about it because I yeah. love to hear that if it happens. That's awesome. I love that. So is there maybe one, one tool or one bit of advice that you would leave our listeners about? I know you speak a lot of courage and resistance or resi- or not resistance, resilience. That's a different thing. Mm-hmm. And trust, mm-hmm. trusting themselves. Is there something that, that you could share with our listeners that would help them in those areas? I, the, the, the one thing that I would like to share there are many, as you said before, but one thing is that when we go through very difficult moments, it seems so true and so real that there are no options. And sometimes that that's the way it is and there will be no ex- no change of the situation and there are, there is no escape from the situation. So my in- invitation is not to believe that because uh, in every moment even when it seems so real and when it seems that all there is is there that is not true there is so much more every time so much more to you to the situation to your future and so when our mind cannot see it and we tend to believe that that's it then we want to believe an extra voice somehow that is the one that maybe just because we are saying it here and we lived it through, but yeah. just to believe that there is there is more, there is more to what you are living and to the experience you are feeling. And so trust that instead and don't yeah. trust that what you're living is all there is. Does it yes. make sense? Yes. Elizabeth? And even if you you don't have a lot of hope right then that you can hope that you can have hope. Like, even if you can't hope that everything's going to get all better right away, there could just be that glimmer of things will shift, just leaving that door open that 
that things can get better. I actually call that kind of thinking black hole thinking when you get to the point where you feel like you can't move forward and Mm -hmm. nothing's going to change. And this person is always this way. And, and my life always goes like this, or you're kind of in this low hamster wheel thinking of there's no way out. I call that the black hole (laughs) thinking. And, and it's, it's a lie. It is. It's it a, is lie. a lie. It is. Yeah. And you, because, you also speak from experience, right? Yes. You have lived it. Yes. It's a very discouraging place to be. And it feels like there's no hope. It feels very real. It is very real when you're there, but it is a lie because there are shifts and there is hope. And there are things that will come into your life that will help you heal and everyone's open to healing. Everyone wants to heal. No one wants to stay in a hurt place. So as long as you're open, which we are as humans, we want to move forward. There yeah. is always hope. So absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Totally agree. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, hopefully um, us sharing some of our divorce experiences will help with others healing as they're going through their hard things, whether it's divorce or um, just life lessons that come up so that's awesome Barbara it's been so fun to have you on today and to hear more about your journey I want to hear a little bit more about why you've traveled so much you know three different countries during the time that you're going through your divorce was that part of your seeking to know you as you traveled externally you were traveling or you know what was your motive no no, actually, the the the, the self discovery came as a as a gift, as a bonus of moving around. It was not because I was searching it. It was actually the life that we had um, started with my then husband. So we we moved for for business. At the beginning, it was his job, and then um, it simply became a decision to stay abroad and to experience and and grow professionally abroad. Um, and so has always been a combination of personal life and professional life. And then a choice that once I discover how beautiful and how enriching it is to live in different cultures and, and actually be part of different cultures, um, I simply couldn't give it up. <laughs> it is a, That's awesome. I, I needed COVID to stop me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let's say. Where were you during COVID? Which country were you in? I was in, in Florida, in Miami. I was oh, in Miami okay. and uh, when everything started and it was and that quite was a wild. Hot spot. Yeah. <laughs> it was quite wild. And in fact, uh, um, in the middle of the 2020, when there was really, you know, they started canceling flights, it was not possible anymore. There was just these humanitarian flights between the US and Europe. And so there was was very very strange a very unique experience so that's when uh, I decided that perhaps it was time to move back temporarily to Italy just to see how the situation uh, was and so yeah the last country before Italy was the U.S. Awesome well I feel like there's so much that you would have to share about travels and all the things you've learned we'll have to maybe do another episode or something (laughs) because You're just full of knowledge and experience. I love it. 
Um, so Thank you. Yeah. Barbara, before you go, would you share with us an oops moment? It's kind of a tradition <laughs> here on Horizon Drive. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. This one is very, very nice, I think, and was so embarrassing because uh, with, it was actually the beginning of the relationship with my husband. And uh, one evening he came to pick me up to go out for dinner. And then I was living with my parents still at the time. Uh-huh. And uh, in my parents' house, there are stairs, right? There are f- quite a decent set of stairs. <laughs> and yeah. so I was so excited when my, it was at the beginning of the relationship when my then husband, uh, uh, boyfriend came to pick me up that I start, I wanted to run towards him when he came in and I completely fell down the stairs. Oh no! <laughs> so I didn't, I wasn't hurt, but the I was so embarrassed because he started laughing, not too much because it was, uh, yeah, but it was so hold, embarrassed. Trying to not lose his cool, like not yeah. look, look too, uh, yeah, too he, he, open. He looked at me and said, oh, uh, what, what, are you okay? And I started laughing myself. I didn't know where to hide and I'm like yes yes let's go (laughs) that was how much excited I was all of your energy coming (laughs) off the stairs there in a very (laughs) ungraceful manner but (laughs) absolutely and I I all dressed up you know I wanted to be beautiful and Uh and so that all disappeared with the stairs That's hilarious. Oh, cute. Well, we all can relate. We have those moments for sure. It's like uh, we're trying so hard on something and then it just doesn't go the way we want it to. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Yes. Oh, so silly. Well, Barbara, it has been wonderful to have you on today. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing. And um, if our listeners are interested in in, uh, getting a hold of you, I'll put your website in our show notes. Also the book title and um, they can go look for it at at Amazon or on your website. And I'm excited to check that out and hear more about your story and understand where you've come from and how you've had this journey of self-discovery. That's really, really cool. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for having me here and for allowing me to ask you a few questions about your amazing story. So it's been really interesting and adventure and an inspiration for me too. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, everybody. Thanks for joining us. And thank you, Barbara. Thank you. And thank you again. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Before we let you go, please, if you're enjoying our show, Arise and Thrive, we would love to have you subscribe, rate, and review our show and share it with a friend so that they can arise and thrive in their life too. And if you personally are ready for forward movement and for making positive lasting changes in your life, our Arise Now class is just for you. Join today for our March through May class, and you can get 50% off with the code in the show notes. It's a three-month-long group, and I get to be your mentor. Elizabeth Paris and Christina will be popping in and doing some trainings as well. It's a fun group setting where you'll have support from your group, you'll have accountability, and you'll set three goals, personalized goals, that you want to accomplish In this class with our live trainings that are on Tuesdays at one o'clock and the recordings are available, you will learn to let go of the heavy 
and how to have more positive relationships and more love and fulfillment in your life, you will learn to visualize and meditate and bring in things to your life that excite you and get you excited to move forward and to help others. And you'll learn to shift your mindset to accomplishment and success. So if you're ready to arise and thrive, go to the show notes, go to ariseandthrivelife.com and sign up for Arise Now and get 50% off today. This deal only lasts till the 28th of February. So get in there and get signed up so that you can start moving forward and arising and thriving in your life. Have an awesome week. Are you ready to make forward movement in an area of your life? Relationships, money, organization, health, or happiness? We want to help you get the results you've always wanted and the happiness that you are worthy of. And so we have started a movement to support you in making these positive changes in your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen. And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a supportive, fun, three-month-long program where you will learn tools, techniques, and mindset shifts to move forward in your relationships and goals. In Arise Now, you will have the support to set and accomplish three personalized goals. You will receive 12 valuable one-hour live trainings. Enjoy daily accountability and enjoy a safe, supportive community to start arising and thriving now. Visit ariseandthrivelife.com today and register so that you can get all the support, training, and accountability to start arising and thriving in your life.